and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner. This week, I'll be reporting back on bits of the Blue Dot Festival, which is where I was last weekend, and also on Carl Bartos's recent autobiography. So let's start with Blue Dot. And as usual, it was a mixture of science and music, which suits me down to the ground, as well as a couple of talks, including a session run by the Delia Derbyshire Day charity, which I very much enjoyed. I'm going to run you through a few musical highlights, as you'd expect. I'm going to start with a band called Stealing Sheep, who performed with the BBC Radiophonic Workshop, providing a soundtrack to the film La Planète Sauvage, which was playing in the background. And I haven't had a chance to listen to much of their music since I got back last weekend, so I've picked this, which is a track that I have admittedly played on the show before, a few years ago. This is called Why Haven't I? Stealing sheep and why haven't I? So back to the festival, which seems to be getting progressively more expensive, to be honest, to the point where I felt 
a bit fleeced at the end of the weekend. I mean, for example, you could access the VIP area if you bought a ticket as opposed to actually being a VIP, which probably says something about the state of the nation. But anyway, I was delighted that Mogwai were headlining on Saturday and they were excellent. The thing with a band like Mogwai is that if the sound isn't right, you just get this wall of noise. Whereas if it's done properly, as it was at the festival, you get this wonderful wall of sound. This track is taken from their album Hardcore Will Never Die But You Will, and it's called White Noise.
Mogwai and White Noise, taken from the cheerily titled album, Hardcore Will Never Die, But You Will. And as I say, they were absolutely superb. But in fact, I thought that this year at Blue Dot, the sound was better on every stage. I mean, I don't remember it being particularly bad before, but it was excellent across the board this year. And the best surprise of the weekend came on Friday. We'd been planning to go along and see Spiritualized playing, but they had to cancel because of COVID, which was sad for sure. But I was delighted because the last minute replacement was public service broadcasting. And okay, I'm biased because I am a big fan of theirs, but they were absolutely excellent. I think maybe it was the short notice and the adrenaline rush of not being fully rehearsed or prepared but when it came to the gig they were absolutely on it now there's not many of their tracks I haven't played on the show before but there is one that qualifies I've not actually done this on Electronic Ears before it's taken from their Live in Brixton album and this is called London Can Take It
public service broadcasting and the live version of London Can Take It, which you'll find on there live in Brixton Elm. Now, over the course of the weekend, there were a couple of disappointments. Groove weren't that brilliant, I'm sad to say, although I was delighted to finally hear them playing Paper Romance live for the first time. Although they actually kind of missed out a couple of the musical elements of the song, which is just an odd choice. And as for Björk, well... I think if I'd gone along especially to see her on the Sunday evening, and I think a lot of people did, then I would have been really disappointed. She was playing with the Halley Orchestra, and, you know, just none of it was right. The songs were dirgy, there was no great orchestration, which is a waste of a brilliant orchestra, and there was nothing to get excited about, really. On the other hand, Hannah Peel and Parrot Orchestra, who opened the festival on Thursday evening, were sublime. They played all of the unfolding album, as far as I could tell, plus Hannah Peel performed two of her music box tracks, Blue Monday and Tainted Love, which I've featured on the show before. This track I'm going to play for you, though, is taken from the unfolding, and it's called The Universe Before Matter.
Hannah Peel and Para Orchestra and The Universe Before Matter, taken from the unfolding album. Now, there was one act that I'll mention before we move on, or one more act, and that was Mr. Wilson's Second Liners, who played a brass version of Left Field's Left Is An Album. And I went along on the recommendation of my friend Ian, and I wasn't really sure what to expect. It could have been a bit naff, I think, but it was surprisingly good. Now, I don't have anything to play you by Mr. Wilson's Second Liners, but I do, of course, have Leftism by Leftfield, and this track is taken from there. It's called Original. Will it ever be the same again? 
by left field taken from the album Leftism. So that's enough Blue Dot for this evening. Let's move on to Carl Bartos and his autobiography, The Sound of the Machine. Now you might be wondering who Carl Bartos is and I'm gonna tell you right now, he was the percussionist and a classical musician who joined Kraftwerk for the tour of their Autobahn album. And he stayed with the band for the rest of their classic album series right up until Technopop. And he made a significant contribution to their sound of music. I mean, in my opinion, he was as important as Ralph Hutter or my much-loved Florian Schneider. And I think his contribution has been underplayed, which is wrong. Uh, he actually sang on one Kraftwerk track, and I've never played this version on the show before. I'm going to play it for you right now. Taken from the Technopop album, this is called Der Telethon Anruf.
Yeah, Telethon and Roof by Kraftwerk with Carl Bartos on lead vocals. Now, over the course of the book, as you can imagine, Bartos mentions a number of musical artists, some of them who I've never heard of, although one of them, which I'll come to in a moment, I really feel like I should have. But let's start with the French band Space Art, who, it turns out, released four albums and even supported Jean-Michel Jarre on his Concerts in China tour. So they were one of the first Western acts to play in China. As I say, I'd never heard of them before, but this is their first single. It's called Onyx.
Space Art and their single, single Onyx. And next up, another French band, and one with a very similar name to Boot. These guys were called Space, and they actually released a staggering 11 albums between 1977 and 2011, all the time completely passed me by. Their first single was taken from their album of the same name, and this is called Magic Fly.
Space and their single Magic Fly taken from the album with the same name. Now, the band that Bartos mentions in his biography that I feel I really ought to have heard of is called Client. You may well have heard of them. I mean, they seem to have been a giant pop band in the early noughties. They consisted of Kate Holmes from Frasier Chorus, who older listeners will remember, and Sarah Blackwood from Dubstar. And it's not even like they were a flash in the pan. They released five studio albums and three live albums between 2003 and 2014, all of which I missed. I've clearly got a bit of research to do there. But for now, this is from their debut album, Client, and this is called Price of Love.
client and price of love from their eponymous debut album. And let's finish this session of our program of Electronic Ears with a nice circular story. Uh, the first high profile instance of a band sampling craftwork was Planet Rock by Africa Bambata and the Soul Sonic Force. And consequently, they were also the first band to be sued uh, for sampling by craftwork. But many, many years later, after he'd left craftwork, Carl Bartos was invited by Africa Bambata to remix Planet Rock. And that's the song that I'm going to close the show with. Before I do, let me just say thank you so much for listening. I do hope to be back next week. But until then, cheers. Bye.